0: Amen! What a mighty God we serve! You're in love with Jesus today. Bless that wonderful name of the Lord. Amen. You can be seated. It's a real delight to be here today. Uh, We're honored and we're rejoicing with you all. uh, The great things, my my. Uh, I'm telling you what, y'all got some singers you got wonderful musicians. Yeah. Amen. Don't, uh, let me just encourage you never to take anything for granted. Let's be filled with thanksgiving. What do you say? That's right. Amen. So good to see all of you here today. I recognize some familiar faces and thank God that you're still on the firing line. So, just keep it up. Yeah. Amen. Don't back up. Just go forward. So, we're just rejoicing and uh, thanking the Lord. Brother and Sister Buxton, they've been with us, and they're going today to preach in Hazen for Brother Adams. And we were leaving at the same time. And I told them we're coming to Hot Springs, a uh, burden that my mother had to come here and start a church. And I was telling them I said, oh, "Well, mother, okay, we'll do it." And we did. Uh, and uh, I said, "Well let me tell you something, we ain't got everybody saved in North Little Rock yet." <laughs> but uh, anyway, that didn't stop her burden. She still wanted to come to Hot Springs, and I thank God for it, and what yeah. a blessing. Yeah. And we yeah. rejoice. Amen, and all the good things God's done, and the way God raised up brother and sister Motes and their beautiful family, son, amen, young brother Motes, and elder brother Motes, beautiful what the Lord's done and how God's blessing them to have a church, and, and God's doing great things, and so it's just, a, I tell you what, I got a son in the Lord, and I got a grandson in the Lord. I'm doing good today. Yeah. Amen. So we just thank God. And I'm glad to have my wife here today. That's right. Testify, hon. Yeah. See, I got a preacher for a wife here. Y'all ever need a revival? She can do it. I appreciate her prayer life and walk with the Lord. She's been with her uh, uh, grandchildren in Mississippi, came in last night and texted me and said, I stopped by the church to pray. Thank God for people that still stopping by the church, yeah. praying. <laughs> I'm glad to have my grandbaby here today, uh, Sister Camilla. She uh, loves God, and she's nine years old. And uh, I, I can't hardly pass it up, telling a, a grandpa story, you know, of a grandbaby. She uh, was with, um, you all know the, the, some of the trials that we've been through. And one of them was losing a companion, but uh, thank the Lord for Sister Johnette today. And she's nobody could have been better to my grandchildren. I'm blessed with uh, eight in all, three of hers, five of mine. Anyway, uh, they call her John John. And um, so here uh, the other day, Millie was with her, and she said, uh, John John. Who am I more like? Am I like the Davies, that's her mother's side, or am I like the Holmeses? And uh, Sister Johnette, she's gave her a very wise answer. She said, "Well, I think you're like—I don't know the Davies, and I think you're probably like the Holmeses and got the best of your uh, your grandpa." <laughs> and. She, you're not supposed to laugh at that. <laughs> well, when she said that, she looked puzzled. And she said, well, is there a bad side to <laughs> Grandpa? She said, uh, no. She said, well, I thought he was perfect. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe she'll never grow up to figure all this out. <laughs> Amen. Uh, This is a very special occasion today, and I'm so happy. Uh, Thank you, Brother Moats, for inviting me to get to be here today. I'm uh, humbled and grateful. I tell you what, I just could not say enough about the Moats family and what a blessing they've been to our church. And uh, I tell you what, he. Was blessed much the same way with both of them, uh, brother and sister Moats, both, and that's to have a praying mother. Uh, they were amazing, and I still re- remember Sister Moats at the time. His dad wouldn't come into church. He just, you know, uh, there's never a justifiable reason not to live for God, but he probably had as close as you could ever get <laughs> some of the. Things he'd been through with church and preachers. Anyway, uh, he wasn't coming. Just leave it at that. But you know what? It never stopped her. And they lived at BB, and they got in that car. I believe it's a Chevette or uh, a little bitty car. And they had, uh, I think there were six children, and get them all in there. And she'd bring them to church. And uh, faithful, determined. And I tell you, and, and uh, Sister Moats' mother was the same way at the time. Her dad wasn't coming to church, and some of the same story. Let's just leave it at that. Anyway, uh, he got back in church, and we rejoice about that and uh, the goodness of God. And I watched the hand of God change them both. And uh, Brother Moats' dad, of course, you wondered where he got all these brains. Well. You should have met his dad. He was a, a, a very uh, talented man. And uh, I watched the hand of God work and change his life. And, and, man, he was starting the service, and he was doing all kind of things. for It was all over. And I just, uh, forgive me for reminiscing with you today, but I just think of the goodness of God and, and uh, give you a little background what the Lord has done and uh, so uh, we thank the Lord for it. Not enough could be said uh, about what God has done here, how the blessings of the Lord has been upon this place. And I rejoice. I know my mother had such a tremendous burden for this place, and it just seemed like it would never take off, but uh, they just needed Brother Moats here yeah. to get it to take <laughs> off. God and Brother Moats. And you great people, he couldn't do it without you. He couldn't do it without all of you. And don't let the devil lie to you and tell you, well, I'm not important to the church. You are important. Amen. Amen. You are important. That's, uh, that's one of the biggest problems in church that we've got. Uh, you know, everybody's they see themselves as the one that's got the one talent. You know, you see these people that's got five, and you see the people that's got two, and then you see, you think of yourself, I've got one or none. And, uh, you know, that's as good as the devil wants you to believe. Amen. What you could do, you don't do because you feel like it's not important. That's, that's wrong. Amen. I remember back, my dad had a stroke, and, and I was 19 years old and took the to church, and we had about 70 people. Because when you get in trouble, a lot of people will leave you, and that's, and they had already gone. But uh, it, uh, the hand of God, and you know what happened, Brother Moat. Same thing has happened here. Great people surrounded me, and and I never tell this story that I don't tell. Many times it was ladies great ladies of God Uh, ladies you don't know the blessing you may think man I'm just on the pew this man needs you this man needs you he needs you to be here don't you let the devil underestimate that amen y'all want to know another little secret you don't or you do well let me tell you this I've watched it over and over because of great ladies. They help these great men to stay steadfast. (laughs) So don't underestimate what you're doing. Amen. And I want to tell you, you do want to keep your husband in church. Now figure that one out. I mean... uh, You know, I was one time a lady was fussing over something. It was over nothing, and I was counseling with them. And, you know, I just can't understand a lady not supporting their husband in church. Jesus, they just don't know men well enough. (laughs) I got so upset. Uh, God forgive me, but I think it was wisdom. I looked at her. He was sitting there, and I was trying to help him and and dragging just over stupid stuff. The devil can hang you up over stupid stuff. And that's what it was all about. I looked at her, and I said, well, I'm going to tell you what. If he don't stay in church, first thing he's going to do is get rid of you. (laughs) You know what? When I said that, the light went Come on, she saw the light. So whatever you do, ladies, keep them in church. <laughs> Amen. I just, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm saying it, honoring you. I want you to know, you ladies, I honor you today. We think about men. Well, yes, they should be, and they are the leaders. That's the way God ordered it for it to be. But I tell you what, you don't underestimate. When God gave Adam Eve, he needed her. Amen. And I thank God for all of you. And I thank God for what God has done and the faithfulness of God. Well, I, I, I need to get started preaching where I can get stopped. <laughs> you know, uh, if y'all don't mind, Brother Moats, I'd like Sister Moats to come up here and, you know, set these, you usher, come here, Brother Usher. Put this chair right over here for your pastor today, and uh, get Sister Motes to come up here and sit by you. Amen. Brother brother Motes, come on, young Brother Motes, pull your chair. Get your wife up here, too. Y'all, y'all are a team, isn't it a beautiful team God's given? <laughs> have y'all got it. Is that the only good chair we got? Can you get a better chair? Come on, get a better chair. Lord, have mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Well, somebody say glory. Glory. I just wonder, are you thankful for these folks? Yeah. You love them and appreciate them? Yeah, that's good. Stand. Clap your hands to the Lord. <clears throat> Amen. Thank you. Thank you. God bless y'all. We love y'all very much. Appreciate you. Just remain standing. I'm going to read the word of the Lord. And I want to tell you, I, I, you know, I, I prayed, and I said, God, what do you want me to say? You know, that's all that's important is what does God want us to say. And I can tell you the Lord laid a message on my heart. So I want to give it to you, and then we're going to go out and rejoice with you and, um, for this new beginning of this church, and thank God for it. Exodus, the 14th chapter and the 15th verse. Exodus 14 and 15. Amen. The word of the Lord. The Lord was speaking to Moses. And he asked the question, why Christ thine to me? He said, Speak unto the people of Israel, and it's this, that they go forward. Amen. And that's what the Holy Ghost gave me to tell this church today. That they go forward. That Calvary Pentecostal Church go forward. Amen. Let's pray right now. Lord, in Jesus' name, I believe you, God. Let it be, Lord. We thank you for your Help, your presence, your power, your anointing, your glory. Thank you for the great things you're doing, Lord. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. You can be seated. I want to thank you, all of you, for the way you have worshiped today. Amen. And been involved in this service. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Well, this is God speaking to Moses for the children of Israel. And backing up a few verses of scripture, the 13th verse, and Moses said unto the people, Fear not, stand still, see the salvation of the Lord, which he has shewed you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. Moses gave them some wonderful instructions. First of all, don't fear. Everybody say, fear not. Fear Fear is an enemy, an attack of the devil that come against the people of God. When God has put things in your heart to do, you don't need to fear. Amen. Amen. God lays something on your heart, don't fear. Amen. Amen. You know, it's amazing how God speaks to us. His Spirit speaks to us. There's things that come to our mind, and you know it's always. I, I'm glad we don't serve an arm twisting God. Yeah, amen. amen. I, I just. I wouldn't. I didn't. I despise all that, and I've never used the term. I want y'all to give a sacrificial offering. Well, maybe it's all right, and maybe y'all do it here. and It's fine. I don't don't want to step on anything, mess anything up. That's the danger of an old preacher. He can mess stuff up. <laughs> Amen, but uh, no, I uh, just you know, people sacrificial. I don't know don't oh. sound good to me. It sounds like to me, uh, give out of your blessings and give out of your abundance. Amen. Uh, but I just want to tell you, if God puts a number in your heart to do or to give, don't fear. Amen. Now, this ain't in my notes. This is, I just feel in the Holy Ghost to tell you. Amen. When you feel the hunch of the spirit and you feel something in your heart, and, you know, if you want to know what the spirit of the Lord is, it's compared to the dove. It was not compared to the eagle, the falcon, hawk, the killers. It was compared to the, a dove. It was a dove when Jesus was baptized. It was a dove that, most, uh, that uh, Noah let out of that ark. First of all, they let out a raven, which is a type of sin, and that raven got out there just picking off dead bodies, and he was happy where he was at. Picture of sin. That's what the world's living on today, the filth of this world. Amen. I just can't help but preach about it. That's what this thing is right here. If you're a raven, you're in the wrong trash. You're picking off a junk that's going to contaminate your marriage, your life, your mind. It's gonna stop the blessings of God. So you need to you need to realize, hey, I'm not a raven, I'm a dove. And that dove got out there and seen all that filth, it flew right back to that ark. What's that to type in the shadow? The church. You get out in this world and see all this trash, and man doesn't make you want to go to the movie. It wants to make you go right back to church. Amen. We know what they're promoting. They're promoting sin. They're promoting adultery and homosexuality and lesbian and all the filth of this world is promoted by Hollywood. Yes. Amen. Amen. So a dove don't want to be out there. And he flew right back seven days later. He let him out again. That dove flew, brought back a branch olive branch which represents the peace of God and the blessings of God. Then he let that dove out again and he flew out there and not to return. What is that? That represents that day we go home to be with the Lord and the resurrection be with him forever. Hallelujah. So I just want you to recognize that the uh, spirit of the Lord is not aggressive and mean and pushy and you need to sacrifice. No, no. It's the still small voice that speaks in your heart. Yeah. Amen. But it's always a challenge to our faith, you know, to take another step. Well, Lord, I don't know how I can do this. Well, I feel it in my spirit and and the first thing you know, you 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 watch God and when you take those eh, we've got a good God. Amen. He gives us baby steps before we take adult steps. And if you'll just follow those little baby steps, it'll lead you to bigger steps. And you know what bigger steps do? They lead you to bigger blessings. It's not about the church getting blessed. It's not about God getting blessed. He owns it all. Amen. He can raise up stones to do what we should have done. He's got many avenues to send blessings. Amen. it's about us getting blessed. I'll never forget, we had Brother Mike Holmes pray through the Holy Ghost, and he was uh, come from another denomination, and, and uh, he said, you know, just tell me. Just tell me what to do. I'm, I'll do it, whatever it is. I'm, I'm here. I'm, and that's been, I found out the other day, 25 years ago. Yeah, he's been in church, one of the great Bible teachers in our church. Probably taught more. Uh, new converts than anybody in our church amazing young man but uh, I said well look I want to tell you something he said what, what do you give how do you, how do you pay your tithes what, what about this temple offering he, he said just tell me I just, I just want to do it and uh, what a beautiful spirit but I told him I said hey now I'm going to tell you but it ain't, it's not because we need your money it's because you need the blessing
1: amen, <laughs> amen.
0: Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't want to go to an arm-twisting church. I want to go to a shouting church. Hey, you can't be happy somebody pressuring you to do something. There's nobody... Hey, uh, uh, visitors today, don't worry. Nobody's going to pressure you to do anything. (laughs) Amen, we don't do that. You you get to come on your own. It's the dove, it's the spirit, it's that still, small voice speaking in your heart that speaks to you and it will talk to you uh, hallelujah you ever had it talk to you oh yeah it'll talk to you amen Isaiah said it'd talk to you it said it'd be a word behind you saying this is the way walk ye in the way amen how many times we've we heard that voice amen this is we just something in our heart you know what that sounds right you know thank God for good honest people. Amen. We're not out of the Bible. We're in the Bible. We believe the Bible. This thing'll save you. This thing will change you. Amen. You know, you know the reason all you people are here today and this church is growing is because you come and you get something. You got a man of God that's feeding you. Amen. He's he's digging in the word. He's just not talking about praying. You got a man of God and his wife daughter-in-law and son there, that, that uh, they, they do it. Amen. I, I tell you what, I grew up in this. I was raised in this. I went to church before I was even born. Yeah. Amen. I've been going to church about 73 years. I'm only 72, but I know that my mama, she was preaching when I, when I was yet in her womb. She was shouting and dancing. Amen. So I've, I've been around a while and I've watched it. And you know what? I, you, it was a sad day when I grew up. They were, it, I just have to be honest with you. I don't know what got people in that frame of mind and preachers, but they were, they were always talking about the mark of the beast. And uh, they were talking about Russia and communism and all those things are important. But uh, you know, why get depressed? Amen. Now, you know, uh, back about two years ago, I, I quit listening to the news. I ain't going to read it. I'm not going to listen to it. There ain't no use me getting upset. There ain't nothing I can do about it. Amen. God bless them all and just pray for them, right? Amen. I don't want nothing to get in my spirit. I remember one time Bill Clinton was president and. And, you know he, uh, from Arkansas, and I was glad and I know he's from here and uh, somewhat and uh, and I was thankful, and then he you know just embarrassed embarrassed God and anybody that had good well hallelujah <laughs> yeah, man, You shouldn't be doing like that be the president you always look up to people as being an example and one night I was reading my Bible and i was I was fretting and and I read, and the Bible said, fret not thyself over evildoers. Yeah. I, I was, you get to fret, and there's something of change in your spirit. You don't just fret at one thing. You fret, well, that she pulled out in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, don't just, you don't just, you know, whatever you are, you're, you're to other people. Whatever you are at home and uh, you're that on the job, you're that with all your kinfolks. Amen. That's why we got to get it right. Yes. We got to do it right. Yes. And you can't allow, that's why we call it the Holy... Yes. Amen. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. Yes. Right? Yes. Well, I got the Holy Spirit at church. Well, praise God. I've seen people... That, They claim the Holy Spirit at church, but you let somebody cross them up or get on to their children in school, amen, and the she-bear comes out, (laughs) the grandpa-bear comes out, the grandma-bear comes out. Y'all didn't hear me, did you? You let them get on to them at school, and you know, they were perfect at home, and they... (laughs) Yeah, and you hollering and screaming at them at home and you think drop them off at school and they turn into angels. Well, they don't quite work like that. (laughs) Help us, Holy Ghost. Y'all don't know it, but I'm already preaching. Uh, God wants to help us. God wants to help us. Amen. Well, you know what? I got the Holy Spirit until I get crossed. Well, it don't even count until you get crossed. It don't even count until somebody backs into your car. That's always been an amazing thing to me. Their cars always got bent up at church parking lot. And I say, well, what happened to Kroger's? What happened to Walmart? You know, they're not sure where it happened, but they think it happened at church. And that just, as good as the devil wants. But bend up my car, you're not going to bend up my soul. You're not going to stop me from going to church. Amen. I'm not going to let anger control me. Amen. Hey, this Holy Ghost works on everything. Somebody said, well, I, I, you know, I just don't want to talk when I get up in the morning. Well, why don't you want to talk? What's wrong with you, honey? Well, I got up on the wrong side of the bed. I said, well, get up off the end of the bed. Amen. I mean, hey, come on, let's get the Holy Ghost. Let's get it down right. Amen. Let's have it 24-7. Let's quit this being grumpy. Let's be happy. Amen. God's got a happy people. Amen. It's a good life living for God. Oh, we're the blessed of the earth, folks. amen, amen. Amen. And you know, I learned a long time ago, uh, uh, miserable people will try to make you miserable. You get around them, they want the whole world to be miserable. They're grumpy, they want you grumpy. Amen. But I, I want to tell you, we're God's light. We're God's sunshine. Amen. We're God's people. He's called us out of darkness. We're the light of the world. The room ought to light up when we walk in. The job ought to get better when we get there. Because we're God's people. The world's going one way and we're going the other way. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, let's thank him for it right now. Come on, Lord, we give you praise and honor and glory. We bless your holy and righteous name. We come to lift you up. Hallelujah. So you know what God's called this church to do? And I know without a doubt, if I've ever been certain that God gave me a message, he gave me a message today for Calvary Pentecostal Church. And it's just go forward. Go forward. Amen. Go forward. Amen. You know how big the rear view mirror is? It's about that big. You know how big the windshield is? Amen. I'd just advise you to throw the rearview mirror away and just say, hey, there ain't no backing up. We just got to keep going. We just got to keep going. It doesn't matter what happens, what comes, what goes. God will make a way. Amen. 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 Keep the joy of the Lord in your heart. Amen. I looked back over there behind that banister and I seen, looked like 40 tambourines. I said, Well, this is a tambourine church. <laughs> this is where the joy's at. Yeah, he got him the tambourine. Said, sir. Hallelujah. I forget how many years ago I was praying on a Sunday afternoon, I think probably 30, 40 years ago. I used to hear my mama say that. I said, how on earth could anybody remember something that was 40 years ago? (laughs) But I have discovered how you do that. But anyway, I was praying on a Sunday afternoon. I said, God, what, what would you have me to preach tonight? And God spoke this message to my heart. And I've referred to it many times and preached it many times. And it was when the children of Israel crossed that Red Sea. Amen. And this is what Moses was talking about. He said, y'all need to go forward. You don't need to stand here crying because you see the Egyptians behind you. And they're closing in on you. Amen. Don't get all upset about that. Watch me work. Watch me work, make a way. Did you know God puts us in binds? It's of God. He allows it to come our way. Amen. We get tested. We go through the fire, we go through the trials, and he's testing our spirit to see what's in us. Amen. Oh, everybody can smile as long as everybody's saying good things and you're getting pay increases, but lose your job and see if you can smile. File bankruptcy and see if you can still smile. See if you can come to church and dance then. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you got the victory, you can. These things are temporal. These things are going to pass away. The only thing that's going to count is what we do for God. Yes. Amen. But I have uh, referred to it many, many times since then, and God gave me this message, and I preached it that Sunday night, the three churches back. And it was how that God led them across that Red Sea. And you know what Miriam did? Moses' sister, she got the tambourine. The Bible said all the women. You know, I don't know. It must have been an instrument they carried out of Egypt. I don't know where they got all those tambourines, but the Bible said all the women had a tambourine. I don't know where those men were at. What happened to their tambourine? (laughs) Amen. Maybe they was just doing the dancing. And the ladies were playing. But they were praising God because God led them across that Red Sea and they looked back over and they said, that used to be me back there. That used to be me trapped in drugs. That used to be me trapped in alcohol. That used to be me trapped in the things of the world. Amen. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. And, amen. Amen. Dead horses and the Egyptian, they maybe seen old Pharaoh. They used to whip our backs. They used to work us over. Look at me now. I'm free. I found out a reason a lot of people don't want to shout. And churches are closing down. Y'all know that, don't you? Amen. 10, 12 people. Amen. Well, I mean, it's dry. Amen. You know what makes makes church... Alive, you know what makes people alive? Is that you're delivered. If you ain't been delivered, you ain't got really anything to shout about. But if you know you were there one day and you look at where you're at today and you know it was this good man of God that preached it to you and you listen, you listen to the word of the Lord. Y'all can be seated. You know what? I, I, I'm really not very smart. Never have been. I said, if there's, if you come back after death, I hope I can come back smart next time <laughs> for such a thing. I know there's not. But anyway, <laughs> I've always been one that just put things in the back of my mind. Somebody told me something, I put it back of my mind. Yeah. And every time they kept telling me, and it always worked out like they said. I become a believer. Amen. I, you know, I couldn't see. When you're young, you can't see very far. But I had an old-fashioned mother. And that uh, mother, she'd tell me things, and I didn't like even what she told me. Flesh never likes the things of God. Being faithful to church, giving, all these things, it's, it's contrary to our flesh. But when you see it works... That's what's filled this church up today. You people heard this man of God preach. Hey, it's a moron that can't connect some dots. After a while, you are to connect the dots. You know what? I notice when I go to church, I feel better. Woo, I feel better when I leave. I feel better about my week. I notice when I pray, I feel better. I notice when I don't look at that trash, I feel better. Hey, folks, connect the dots. Somebody said it's not in the feeling. I say it is in the feeling, too. Amen. The The better you feel about what you're doing, it drives you on to keep wanting to do it. Amen. And you reach the point that now you're, you're walking with God and the blessings of God are flowing, and there's nobody, you know, no, there's nobody watching me. I'm Joseph in Egypt. They can't see me. I'm on vacation, but I'm still going to do right. Man, because I'm growing in Him. You just got to keep going forward. It's not easy to go forward, it's always easier to take a step back. It's always easier to give in. It's always easier to give in to the flesh. It's always easier to give in to your anger. and It's always easy to give in to hatred. It's always easy to hate people. Hate people that's done you wrong. Hallelujah. And people will do you wrong. But I can tell you this, you've done somebody wrong too. Thank God for God's mercy. Thank God for his forgiving power. It's easier to back up than it is to go forward. Amen. It was Shemar in the Bible that when the Philistines were going to take over that garden of beans, the Bible said he stood there and fought. Amen. No, they're not going to get it. I'm going to fight for it. Help us, God. Help us not to give up. Because there's opposition, you can't stop. You can't back up. You got to keep pressing forward. Oh, yeah, trials come and go. And the greatest thing you can do is hold on to the joy of the Lord. You need to tank up on that joy. That's why church is not a depressing place. It was a sad day, but it was true. When I grew up, you know, it was just, it was Mark of the Beast. And, they, and then there was some preachers come along and they believe Bible study should really be dry. And you are to just sit there and they just lecture. Well, if it's in lecturing and intelligence just only, you know, get a professor from the university. And let him lecture. And guess what? You'll fall off them pews asleep. He'll bore you to death. It's an anointing. It's the anointed word. Thank God for the anointed word of God. Man, that's what makes the difference. And it was. The joy of the Lord and the joy of going to church, that's the reason many years ago I started telling people, welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. The devil hates our party. He wants a party down at the bar room. That's where he wants the party and draw. You know why people go to the bar room? Because they find a party down there. But it's not a lasting party. And it gets them in trouble. It gets them in trouble when they start driving home. It gets them in trouble with their companion. It messes up their life. You come to this party and you drink at this party. Amen. You're going to have a better life. You're going to be a better man. You're going to be a better woman. Amen. So thank you, Jesus. Jesus. And that's what I, the Lord laid on my heart that Sunday night to preach. And it was this. If the children of Israel would just have uh, kept, where's that tambourine, brother? Come on, brother Usher. Help me out. Good man. If they would have just helped on to the tambourine. They were dancing on and looking at those Dead bodies floating around. God delivered them. What happens? Somebody crosses you. You quit praying. You lose your joy. You know the. You know the. the, the music's too loud. They're singing too long. The preacher's preaching too long. I mean, uh, you wasn't like that when you come to church. You wasn't criticizing everything. You were just glad to be there. You knew what God had saved you from. Amen. You know what to, you know what you get? Now, now old timers are growing up. When they was praying for people to get the Holy Ghost, then we still look for it. You want to see them talk in tongues, but you want to see them get the joy of the Lord. I remember my mama saying, hey, they need to pray on. They didn't get enough joy. Yeah, this thing, uh, it'll get in your feet. It'll get in your hands. It'll get all over you. Uh, You won't just talk in tongues. You'll want to dance. You'll want to run the aisles. You'll want to shout the victory. Oh, yes. But I can tell you, the devil's after your tambourine. When you get the Holy Ghost, you get a spiritual tambourine put in your hands. And it's up to you whether you hold on to it or not. It's up to you whether you keep it or not. But so many people do exactly what the children of Israel did. And this is what the Holy Ghost spoke to me that Sunday afternoon. The Bible said they went three days and they couldn't find any water. Well, we gotta have water. We gotta have that's that's necessary. That we have water. You gotta have water to live. And they can't find any water. They've run out of water. And then when they found water it was Bitter water. Have you all ever drank any sulfur water? If you don't know what that is, it's like the smell of rotten eggs. It's it's hard to get it down. And the Holy Ghost spoke to me this. What if they would have just kept beating their tempering? If what when they didn't find any water, what if they'd have just stayed happy and keep singing, keep going to church, keep paying their tithes, saying, "I know God will make a way some way." I know I, I'm, I'm. Hey, when you don't have the necessities of life, when you don't have food and 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 and. And the, the gas is empty in the car. Oh yeah. Don't complain. Yeah. Trust God. Yeah. Whatever you do hold on to your tambourine. Yeah. Just, just keep beating it. Just keep praying. Yeah. Keep your spirit right. Yes, yeah. Amen. Well my check didn't come in. They've fired me, whatever they've done, it doesn't matter. God's still in control. God can do anything. You know, when you understand that you're not connected to man, but you're connected to God, when you fully believe that God is in control of your life, Amen. You, you don't get upset at people. You don't get mad at people. Amen. You just know God will make a way some way. And you just hold on to that tambourine. Amen. Well, you know what? God made a way. The Bible said he spoke to Moses and Moses cut out a tree and he cast that tree in the water and it becomes sweet water. God knew they needed. God knows what we need today. Did you know there is not one person in this building Everybody you meet Everybody you meet tomorrow and all next week Do you know one thing that will be true about them They will all have trouble Some people think, man, it's just me. I'm the only one in the world. No, every human being that's on this earth right now, I can tell you what they've got. They've got trouble. Everybody's got trouble. Some way, somewhere, something's not right. Am I getting any amens? Yeah, everybody's got trouble. The key to life is how do you approach trouble? Do you approach it with God God on your side, going forward, keep praying, keep pressing, keep fasting once a week, keep reading your Bible, keep a right attitude, keep a right spirit. How do you approach trouble? How do you deal with trouble? I'm gonna tell you how God wants us to deal with trouble and that's with the joy of the Lord beating our tambourine, praising God. Oh, help us, Holy Ghost. (laughs) Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, it's about time for me to quit preaching. Amen, we'll go rejoice. I just want God to put it in your heart. My mother, I remember a severe trial I was in, and she said, son, When you don't know what to do, just pray. Don't do nothing. Just put it in part and pray until you know what door opens. Amen. I'm telling you, the devil's after. And I'm not here preaching motivational. No, no. This goes way beyond Zig Ziglar. Jim Rohn. I like all of them. I've listened to all of them. I've read their books. I like what they say because it's Bible-based. But this is not a mind game. Yeah. You can't think a thought, and that's what the world teaches. You know, I'm saved because I think a thought. No, you have an experience. Right. Have an ex- Pray until you know something's happening here. Somebody said when you get saved, you won't feel nothing. Well, You need to read where the first church got saved and tell me whether they felt anything. They said they were drunk. Amen. So evidently you will feel something, and we know you feel something, and one of them is get this joy and then hang on to the joy and not let the devil have it. But it's more than just, well, I'm going to be an upbeat person. Whoop, whoopity, whoop. No, no, you missed my point. You missed the whole message today. If that's what you think I'm preaching about, I'm preaching about having the experience with God until the joy of God fills your heart. Because just just trying to live for God and think positive is not the answer. You can't think positive, amen, without God. Amen. But God in you, the hope of glory, amen, he's the one, amen, that can give you that experience that every day you get up, that's the reason, that's why it's so important you hear your pastor preaching about daily prayer. That will change your life, amen. You know, I, I, I remember... Brother Blakely just preached for us, and he come into church. He was 16 years old, and we was preaching on prayer. And, uh, you know, he, he just wanted to do just like your pastor, everything I preached. He, they they did, did it, and they wanted to do it, and they, they connected those dots. They realized it worked. And, and you know, I was thinking it was a little longer than this, but uh, he told the church a couple Sunday nights ago that he actually started praying by his clock, he get up in the morning. That was before he was coming to the church and praying. Of course, that's another level of prayer if you can come to the house of prayer. But he was—he would set his clock and he would pray five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. Everybody say five minutes. Five minutes. See, uh, you need to take baby steps before you try to take giant steps. Right. And you don't need to beat yourself up because you can't do what somebody else does. You got to do what you can do. Yeah. Amen. And it wasn't long until he was praying 15 minutes. And I challenged the people to do this. Come into the house of prayer and pray, look at your watch, and say for 30 minutes, I'm not going to let nothing interrupt me. I'm going to do my best to only think about God. I'm not going to watch other people pray. I'm not going to listen to other people pray. I'm going to pray 30 minutes red hot prayer. Talk to God. Amen. I'm going to talk to God and then watch God work in your life. It's I'm telling you, it's a game changer. It's a life changer. It's everything man's been looking for. It's right here. It's in this church. It's in this great truth. Because now it's the Holy Ghost that's working in you. Now, you know, man can just try to control himself, and that's what they teach him. You know, the 12-step program, or just take the one step. Just come to the altar and put everything on the altar and watch God work in your life. But the only way you can do this is this commitment of prayer. You know, uh, here's the key. Somebody said, I, I got offended. You, you won't get offended if you do this. And that's what Paul said. He said, I die daily. Hey, you're not gonna hurt a dead man. He doesn't get to sing, he's happy. He doesn't get recognized, he's happy. He gets left out, he's happy. Amen. Your little feelings won't be getting hurt if you just get up every day and say, you know what? I'm gonna put myself on that altar. I'm gonna die. Nobody's going to hurt me. It don't matter what they say about me. It don't matter what they put on Instagram about me. It don't matter what they do. They can do whatever they want to do. You know what happens then? You're set free. You're liberated. Amen. Because you're you're dead. Amen. You can pinch a dead man. You can punch a dead man. He, it's, it's not going to hurt. I like what my daddy used to say. He said, I love everybody. Everybody loves me, and I don't care what they say. They can say they don't, but they still love me. Come on, church. This, this church is about change, and it changes us from the inside out. Man, it's not, can we dress right? Oh No, you got to get it in here. It's not a list of rules. you got to get it in here. And you get it in here. Man, nobody knows. that That's from the Old Testament, the New Testament. The Old Testament, they tried to live by the law. You know what? God puts the law in your heart. There's that still small voice speaking to you saying, you know you shouldn't talk like that. You know you shouldn't be going on those sites on that Internet. You know you shouldn't be doing this. You, you know... And all you gotta do is just listen to that little voice and it just guides you around. And boy, you, I'm feeling better now. I'm feeling lighter now. I'm feeling happier now. I've never been this happy. I've never felt this free. I've never felt this good. That's what God does in our life. Oh, yes, he does. Thank you, Jesus. So he carries us through the storms of life. He carries us through. Amen. You're going to be tested, but he'll carry you through. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not about this time last year. April, uh, what was it, about the 6th or the 7th, uh, I discovered I had a tumor, cancerous, about six inches long. And uh, they removed it. And then they wanted me to take this thing called chemo. Um, Anybody in here who's ever had chemo, you know what I'm talking about. Amen. It's poison. So eight treatments of chemo. But you know what? Amazing thing about God, I can't believe it. I'm in the room getting ready to go be operated on. A backslider comes in there. She says, you don't know me, but I know you. I said, well, you need to come to church. I said, would you look right over there and get those cards out of my pants? <laughs> and she got over and got card, church card, and I gave her a church card. Amen. I go in the operating room, and man, I'm going to tell you, it looked like a space station in there. Yeah. Lord, have mercy. And somebody hollered at me and said, Hallelujah, Brother Holmes. I lit, raised up off that stretcher. I said, What'd you say? They said, I said, Hallelujah. I said, Well, Hallelujah. (laughs) I said, There's probably nobody that's ever hollered Hallelujah in the operating room. You know what I said? I said, I believe I'll just keep my tambourine. I'll just beat it right through surgery. I'll just go ahead and stand with me. I'll beat it through eight treatments of chemo. Thank God for my dear wife. Amen. You're talking about a challenge. Uh, You know, neuropathy today in my feet and in my hands. But you know what? God hadn't left me. it's all good gotta make a way now do you think I was better off going in that operating room with a hallelujah or going in there Lord I sure wished I hadn't been looking at that trash Lord I sure wished I'd have been going to church Lord, I wished I'd have been praying and fasting. What do you think? Huh? Do you think I would have got a hallelujah in the operating room? I don't think so. I'm going to tell you, God will see you through whatever you face. Whatever you do, you stay with this good man of God, this good pastor and his wife and son and daughter here whatever you do you hold on when you feel so discouraged it looks like the lights have gone out oh help us Jesus help us Jesus you know here's here's what gets people I went to church and this is what I get out of it why did this happen to me You know why? Greed of man. They're putting so many chemicals in our food and growing chickens that they can't stand up on their feet. It's all about money. Well, I'm going to eat organic. You are? Yeah. I've tried that. Ain't nothing to eat. Go to a restaurant and think you're going to eat something organic. Go to the grocery store and they got one little shelf over here of organic and the whole place is full of, it's our messed up world we're in. Don't blame God. God didn't mess up this world. God made it right. Man's messed up the world. You just got to hold on. You got to hold on. And besides that, God sends those trials. Either he sends them or he don't. Either he's God or he's not God. Either we're in his hands or we're not in his hands. I just happen to believe I'm in his hands. I just happen to believe ain't nothing nobody anybody can do to me. From going forward, they can't stop us. We're unstoppable because we're in the hands of God. We're going to pray every day. We're going to walk with God every day. Amen. I was up about 5 o'clock this morning, 5.30, praying about this service today. Amen. It works, friend. When you feel that nudge to pray, you need to pray. You need to walk with God and watch God just fight your battle over and over and time and again. Make a way. Open a door. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Man, the other day, Brother Mozart I was reading again the story of Paul and Silas. All they'd done is prayed for a woman and got her delivered. And he got in trouble with the judge and got in trouble with the city. And they threw him in the inner jail, prison. They put, think about it. Think about it. He didn't just get a window seat in the jail. They put him down in the dungeon of the jail. Man, he was such a horrible criminal cuz he prayed for a woman and she got free from a demon. Yeah. And they didn't just stop there. They locked his feet down in stocks. Yeah, First of all, they rent his clothes off of him. He's standing there naked. They take a whip and they beat him severely, the Bible said. Then they lock him in, in stocks. What have you done, Paul? i ain't done nothing, just been preaching. Get mad at God? No, I don't think I'll get mad at God. Why is this happening? I don't know. Here I am. I just ended up in the jail. You know what? I have a feeling that there probably doesn't no bathroom breaks either. Need to go to the restroom. Nobody to listen to you. And he just punches Silas and he says, Silas, why don't we sing a song? (laughs) I still got my tambourine. (laughs) They may bind my feet, but they can't steal my tambourine. You got troubles? You got troubles? I know you got every human in this house today has got troubles. But you know what you need to do? You need to let God put a tambourine in your hand and you're going to just say, I'm going to keep going forward. Amen. <laughs> hey, you know what the scripture tells us? It describes that service in that jail. They were singing loud. The prisoners heard them all around him singing. I'm sure they was looking at him saying, what are you heathens doing? You're locked up in here just like we are. You're not going nowhere. What you singing about? Oh, we're in love with Jesus. We feel joy bubbles rising up. We believe God's going to make a way some way, somehow. We don't know how all this is going to work out, but we believe he'll, he'll work it out. And at midnight God sent an angel down there. Well, hallelujah. Sister Seeley, I've been looking for you ever since I've been in here, I just found you. You need to be running these aisles today you know what you know what happened that's where they wrote that song the jailhouse rock God rocked that jailhouse don't tell me God won't rock you the jailhouse for you you just gotta hold on you gotta keep the joy level up you gotta think on the right things hey One more thing, and I'm quitting. Somebody said, uh, you know, you read the Bible, it tells you about your hair, how you're supposed to do your hair. It does, men and women. It tells you about how you're supposed to dress. Read about Adam and Eve. They sewed fig leaves together. What did God give them? Huh? Fur coats. Hey, you can't see much through a fur coat. You wear those fig leaves. And you're not covered up like God, won't you? Oh, yeah. Amazing, isn't it? Amazing what God does. Amazing how God leads us. What a blessing it is to serve him and live for him. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for his faithfulness and his goodness. Somebody said, You know, that's the reason I don't go to that church. They tell you how to. We don't. The Bible does. Tells you how to dress. Tells you about your long, beautiful hair. Tells about a man getting his hair cut. Well, let me tell you, it's really deeper than that. You don't know how deep this thing runs? It tells us how to think. He said, Think on. These things, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise. See, that's the reason I don't want to listen to no country music. I lost my sweetheart over in Memphis. I'm crying in my beer. Is the world all messed up? And here we are shouting the victory, thinking on the good. Yeah. Singing the songs of Zion. What's that song, goodness? What's that song, goodness? Y'all sing that. What is it, honey? Goodness, the one you like so well. Yeah. Goodness is running after me. What did David say? Goodness and mercy shall follow me. Hey, let's do that one more time. What's on my trail today? Goodness and mercy. Put your hands together for God and sing that for me one more time. My, 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 yeah, get those tambourines. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Hey, right, wait, wait just a minute, wait just a minute. Uh, now, y'all come up here and got these tambourines, Are there any more? I just wonder who has got the, you feel like the hardest trial. I got one tambourine left for you, come on up here and get it. You know what, I uh, 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 I know I told you I was going to quit, and I got to repent for that. But let me tell you what happened to me. Seven years ago, I walked out in the garage and found my wife lying dead. She was headed to the dentist, she was dressed up like she was going to church. She fell on her face, she never turned her head. Her purse slid off her arm. She's lying like this when I got to her. She died standing on her feet. I didn't know you could die standing on your feet. She did, cause I know she would have threw up her hands if she'd know she was falling. She would have turned her face after she hit on that hard concrete. She was lying there. Well, make this story short. That was our 43rd wedding anniversary. Sister Johnettes had a similar story. Her husband fell out of a tree. Preacher, great man of God. 43 years ago, we had got married on that day. I went to church that night. We had foot washing communion. I felt like a homeless man. I didn't know where to go or what to do, but I went back home. I slept a few hours to my surprise and I woke up about five o'clock and you know where I went? Went straight to that church. I walked back and forth on the platform. That's where I prayed. And the tambourine was laying over on the side and the devil laughed in my ears. I could hear him. He said, beat that tambourine now. Beat that tambourine. I said, See if you can do it. I said, You lying devil, you. You know what I did that day? I'd never done it before. I went over there and got a tambourine in both hands. I said, I'll beat it on the end of your nose, devil. You know what? I'm going to keep beating it. Somebody needs to come get this tambourine today and say, I'm going to beat it on the end of the devil's nose. Amen. Come on. Goodness and mercy chase us today. Sing it. Your presence is Verse. running out of me. Woo. Your justice is running out me. Running out of me. Not, 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 not not, not, not. Come on with somebody. Come on, join with somebody. Oh yes, God. Goodness, up, good Oh yes, Running after man thank you Jesus thank you Jesus come on God wants to speak to somebody why don't you join up with somebody come on it won't hurt to pray today hey folks we don't pray at Walmart we don't pray at Kroger's if we're going to pray, where are we going to pray? Pray at the church. Sing it together. Oh, yes, Lord. Na, 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 na. Goodness is